Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive Podcast. I am Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl and your host. This is a podcast where every week we are going to talk about all the things that make our lives contagiously positive, health, happiness, food, nutrition, spirituality, our careers, relationships, and so much more. So join me weekly on an epic journey to becoming the happiest and healthiest person you know by filling up your toolbox with nourishment for your mind, body, and soul. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's topic is keeping your motivation alive. If you have been listening to the last couple of podcasts or you're on my Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive mailing list, you know that I just created and launched one of my biggest, yes, absolutely biggest projects I have ever launched and created. It is called the Contagiously Positive Woman's Guide to Creating and Living a Life That You Love. It is six hours worth of digital content that I have compiled with six years worth of workshops that I have facilitated since starting Contagiously Positive. I took the best of the best and I put them all together into one digital training. It has been amazing to see it all come together and how it all links to helping us create and live a life that we love. It has been super exciting I've loved every minute of it. I've been highly motivated, but, and yes, there is a but, something happens to many of us, myself included, when we do something great and we begin to take action on it or we showcase it to the world. What happens is the honeymoon phase starts to dwindle, not only with time, but also with blocks or obstacles that put our motivational fire out. And that is what I want to talk about today, because these are things that I have to work through now. Now that it's out in the world, I am very aware that these things are going to come up. So I am prepared for them and I am prepared to bust through those obstacles. So some of the blockers are fear, definitely fear, impatience, discomfort, especially with change, discomfort with showing ourselves, anxiety, like anxiety around what if I fail, and of course, limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs like, who am I to think? I can't do this. Who am I to do this? I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not enough. We all have our own not enoughs. So today, I want to share with you a few ways you can reignite your motivational fire, make sure you stay in the honeymoon phase, and I talk about this in detail with five steps in my digital training, so check that out if this resonates with you, but these tools are a great place to begin, and I want to begin with fear because it is one of the biggest topics that I talk about with my clients and one of the biggest things that usually comes up for us. And fear, as I usually describe it, is just a thought. It is not true unless we make it true. And I have fears just like everyone else. My fears are right there under the surface and sometimes, like 
what happened last night is they came up to bite me. But I have to remind myself that being afraid is normal. I have to remind myself that it doesn't have to make my decisions for me and it doesn't need to hold me back from doing the things that I want to do and being the woman that I want to be. So right now, this came up for me last night. I'm incredibly terrified. It kept me up last night. I'm super scared that this project that I've been working on for years is going to be an epic failure. And that's normal. It comes up because I'm leaving the honeymoon phase. It comes up because now I've launched it. It comes up because now I'm showing something that I created and showing ourselves, our true selves, our authentic selves is scary at times. And I could listen to that voice, but it's a fearful voice. And I don't want to listen to it because I truly, and I mean like really, 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 really believe that this is something many people have been calling for. So I hear the voice of fear, but I'm going to keep going anyway. And that is the key. It's not about trying to never feel fear. I I don't think that is possible. It is about taking action anyway. And it's about understanding what fear really is. Fear is a fearful, false thought. It is not your reality because it has not even happened yet. I haven't failed. I was laying in bed last night worrying about failing. But I'm worrying for nothing because I haven't actually failed at anything. I've launched this thing 24 hours ago. I actually have nothing to be afraid of. How can I even believe that I'm going to fail? It is an outcome that hasn't even happened yet. And when we when we have this fear, when we have this worry, what it does is it creates chaos in our mind. It creates chaos in our lives because 99% of the things that we worry about never happen. And I also believe that there's no such thing as failure. When you are trying, when you are putting stuff out into the world, you are never failing. So I haven't failed. I listened to my gut. I listened to the universal pull. I put something out there that I was really passionate about. That is not failure. I actually have nothing to be afraid of. So if we are letting fear make 99% of our life choices that and staying stuck in the trap of worry and fear, what we're doing is we're turning our hearts away from the things that truly light us up, the things that bring us joy, the things that bring us happiness and peace and love. And I don't want that for myself, and I definitely don't want that for you. So as I just mentioned, I've taken note that I'm afraid, but I'm moving forward anyway, especially because it's something that I really want and I feel a strong desire to do it. So the moment I faced it, I labeled it and I accepted that it was there. It immediately began to lose its power. So taking action, taking aligned action, purposeful action is one way, one antidote to fear. So when you feel yourself detouring into fear, think about what you are about to give up if you allow fear to run the show, if you allow fear to make your decisions for you. So questions you can ask yourself are, does it feel scarier to do it or not to do it? Will I regret letting fear make the decision for me? Will I get down the road two years from now with a sense of longing saying, I should have done that. I could have done that. I wish I would have done that. 
So take a moment and become aware of where you are allowing fear to be your decision maker and how is that fear holding you back from your dreams, holding you back from your desires, holding you back from your goals, and holding you back from keeping your motivation alive. Once you become aware, you can start to bust through the fear barrier with love and aligned action. And when I say love, I mean love for yourself. Love yourself enough to pile drive right through the fear and take action and do it anyway. Listen, you might make mistakes, you might get hurt, you might be rejected, but the biggest mistake that we can make is to not even try because we're afraid. If you took one courageous step by recognizing where you are allowing fear to keep you stuck, that is an amazing first step. And once you take the second step, which is taking aligned action, you're going to end up finding yourself saying, what the heck was I ever afraid of? And that's how I'm feeling right now. And I truly believe this, that with aligned action, When we use action as an antidote to fear, piece by piece, day by day, action by action, step by step, positive thought by positive thought, you're going to shatter the fear barrier and you're going to step right back into that amazing motivation, your strong why as to why you began in the first place. And fear is still going to creep in and that is totally normal, but you will have created a new habit of taking aligned action and you're going to be able to recalibrate quickly. You're going to be able to feel it, heal it, and move on from it. So your challenge is this, what have you been putting off because you are afraid? And today, I want you to look fear in the face and say, no thanks, I've got this covered and take the first step. So what have you been putting off because you're afraid? And now what is that first little baby action step that you can take to move towards the thing that you so desire? And if you want to create and live a life that you love, you are going to have to invite fear to tag along with you, but just know that it does not need to make your decisions for you. So let's talk about the next obstacle that keeps us from feeling motivated, and that is resisting change, even positive change. If this is a barrier for you, you're not alone because as humans, I mean most humans struggle with change. Most of us actually struggle with change. Most of us resist change because we are so afraid of letting go. We have become pros at holding on so tightly to everything, even to things that no longer serve us. So to overcome this, it is really important to understand that change means accepting that we we might just have to get temporarily comfortable with being uncomfortable. We also have to understand that the discomfort isn't going to last because when we are doing something new or putting ourselves out there, we are only uncomfortable during the first few couple of steps, the first few tries. Once we know what we know, we actually begin to embrace the change. And actually, we don't even really look at it as change anymore. It's just what's natural for us in this moment, in this now, in this reality that we're living in. The new and the unknown is just naturally going to bring up some discomfort. 
that is normal. Knowing that it is normal and okay to resist it and accepting that you will feel some discomfort will help you to take forward momentum anyway. So as you can see, everything is about feeling the feelings, being okay with the feelings, but taking that aligned action and that forward momentum anyway. Always moving forward, even with negative emotions. Negative emotions are okay. We can use them to teach us, but what happens is if we if we take up permanent residence in the negative emotion, it prevents us from moving forward. So this is all about having that forward momentum even when negative emotions arise and keeping your motivation alive. So remember, you don't know what you don't know until you know it. Let that really sink in. So here is what you can do the next time resisting change, for example, becomes an obstacle that begins to decrease your motivation when you're trying to create and live a life that you love or trying to achieve a goal or trying to make a change or whatever it is that you're working towards. And one tool that I use is I ask myself questions. I do this all the time. I'm always asking myself questions. This is the coach in me. Anyone who's ever been coached knows that it's all about asking questions. So I ask myself questions like, is this going to make me happy? Will this bring me joy? If I do this, is it going to fill my heart with love? Am I going to have fun with this? Will this enhance my life? Is this going to up my happiness game? Will this make me feel all of the amazing positive emotions that I so want to feel? And this is really important because I'm such a feeler way before I'm a thinker. So when my answers are a big fat, yes, oh my God, absolutely yes, I'm able to adapt to change really quickly and easily because I know that I'm making the choice from a much happier, more positive place. And that place is to enhance the happiness that I'm already experiencing. And that place is keeping my motivation alive. That place is understanding that I'm creating and living a life that I love and nothing is going to get in my way. So these questions are really important to helping me make decisions and adapt to change because I have taken the time to make sure that it is something I really, really, really want. Like jump out of bed, let's do this, even though it is currently challenging because I love it so much wanting it. And when stressors come up, like they are right now during my launch, or it's something new, or it's something scary, or it's something unknown, I'm able to recalibrate back to what motivated me in the first place by reminding myself that I actually made this decision from a positive place. This is my strong desire. This is a tug from the universe. And I do this by using this core desired feeling, which is my powerful why of why I made the choice to put this out there in the first place, why I made this choice to set that goal, why I made the choice to change. So it's always about enhancing my life. So if you want something, like really, really want something, you're going to have to get comfortable with being temporarily uncomfortable. So now I want to talk about limiting beliefs. If feelings of not being good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, or just enough are keeping you from stoking the motivational fire, I have been there too. Let me tell you, my biggest limiting belief that 
always comes up for me is who are you to think you are so not good enough. And just like everything else we've been talking about, it is so totally normal to feel all of these feelings. Limiting beliefs are just thoughts that we think over and over and over again until we believe them, until we believe that nothing else can be true but what we are thinking. They can't become a reality unless we make them so. So starting over or doing something new just naturally brings up limiting beliefs, especially where fear is involved or discomfort of making a change. And sometimes our limiting beliefs are sneaky because they make us think that it is safer to stay where we are and that safer might just be the better option. And some limiting beliefs come into our lives when we least want them to, especially when we are about to bark on something new and unknown, which is what I'm doing right now. And that saboteur voice in my head makes me think that staying where I am in my comfort zone is safer. But here's a great question for you. Are you truly safer when you become comfortable with your limiting beliefs, when you become comfortable with your fears, or when you're feeling unfulfilled and unhappy? Absolutely not. So when you hear a voice say, don't follow your dreams, you might fail, you better choose safe or secure, safer is better, that is your saboteur voice. Or when you hear a voice say, you are too old, you are too young, you are not good enough, you are not smart enough, strong enough, or enough, that is also your saboteur voice. Each of us has two inner voices. We have the saboteur voice, the one that really tries to keep us in the dark places of our mind. And then we have our inner guide, which is like really our voice of love. All of them are important. And they teach us valuable lessons and they guide us towards our deepest desires, even the ones that are negative. They're all necessary. They all teach us different things at different times in our lives. And the ones, though, that we don't want to have hang around for too long are the saboteur voices. And the saboteur voice is the one that tries to keep you stuck, keeps you from being happy, keeps you from being joyful or kind or even empathetic. It is the one that truly keeps your motivation down, like way, way down. So what you want to do is work towards recognizing which voice is which and making decisions from your inner guide versus your saboteur. So your saboteur, for example, is the one that makes you feel unmotivated, that keeps you in a fearful state, that decreases your self-confidence, that prevents you from embracing change, that keeps you in a negative state, and that removes all that clarity and that calmness and your strong why as to why you were doing something in the first place. So you don't want to listen to that voice because it's not serving you, but it's there and that's okay that it's there. But what you want to do then is like really ignite the fire of your inner voice because your inner voice, your inner guide, your voice of love, your gut instinct, whatever you want to call it, it's the one that tells you that you are good enough, 
that you are never too old or never too young to do something, that you are smart, that you are wise, and that you have an inner strength inside of you that you've probably already seen yourself tap into when you needed it the most. And listen, it also is the one that tells you that you can do absolutely anything if you want it bad enough, period. You've probably already done so many things for the first time because life is full of firsts. That is life. That is learning. That is growing. That is evolving. You cannot sidestep over the first. So what I do to overcome my limiting belief is I work the work of reprogramming my brain. And to do this, I use mantras, I use affirmations, I use words of encouragement. You can call it whatever you want. Basically, what you're doing is you're changing the thoughts that you're repeating over and over and over again, those negative ones, to something more positive. Because again, limiting beliefs are repeated thoughts. So the reverse must also be true. So what you want to do is you want to reprogram your brain. You want to change those thoughts. You want to change those limiting beliefs into positive beliefs and think them more than the limiting beliefs. So you're just going to take all of your limiting beliefs and you're going to turn them around. So you can use affirmations. Um, For example, I am not good enough can be replaced with I am enough just as I am. I am committed and willing to change and to act upon it. Today, I'm pushing the reset button and starting again. Today, I'm removing all self-labels. I release the negative beliefs of not being good enough. I am perfect just the way I am. And you can also say, I no longer accept feeling like I'm not good enough. I am good enough. I have always been good enough. And I always will be good enough. Whatever you use, whatever wording you use, you want to make sure it resonates with you. You want to make sure that it is the strongest reverse of the limiting belief. And you want to think it over and over and over and over again. So what you're going to do is just you're going to repeat that all day every day until it becomes a deep-seated positive belief and it like unroots the limiting belief and I know that a lot of this sounds like work but if you work the work I promise you you will become super super happy you will create and live a life that you love So you can't stop thinking. So it's really important to always be aware of what thoughts are holding you back. And those limiting beliefs love to creep back in when we least expect them, especially when we are working towards something that we want. So over time, when those thoughts come to you, all you're going to have to do is just say stop, say no, and not allow them to take permanent residence in your mind. And you can do this by replacing them with something more positive. So throughout the day, I want you to take a moment and reflect on what you are thinking so that those thoughts don't turn into limiting beliefs if they are negative. So remember this acronym. It's WAIT. W-A-I-T. What am I thinking? And I promise you, with practice, with time, as long as you work the work of reprogramming your brain to think of the positive, to squash those limiting beliefs, you're going to start to recognize when those negative thoughts are becoming limiting and you can keep your motivation alive. To create and live a life that you love, you need to keep yourself motivated 
even after the honeymoon phase is over. And honestly, it's more important to keep yourself motivated after the honeymoon phase is over because we are not, we're just naturally not as inspired then. So we need to be reminded every single day. So whether you're having a good day or a bad day, a motivated day or an unmotivated day, an inspired day or an uninspired day, just remind yourself why you started why you are doing what you are doing. Be motivated by your desires. Feel that fear, but take action anyway. Spread love. Practice self-love. Try to work towards having a positive mindset. It really comes back to that. You can try meditation. You can try prayer. You can try daily gratitude. Just take daily aligned positive action. And sometimes, most of the times, that aligned action to keep ourselves motivated starts in our mind. And the more you work towards love and light and the more you work towards keeping your motivation alive, I promise you, the less you will be able to hear that saboteur voice telling you that you can't do it. So if you have been making decisions based on limiting beliefs, like thinking that you're not good enough, what can you do today to turn it around and take one baby step, just one step, that's all I'm asking, just one baby step towards your goals, towards your desires, towards your hopes, towards your dreams, towards creating and living a life that you love. What have you been putting off because you are afraid? What's one thing you can do to just look fear in the face and say, F you? And if you knew that you would see succeed even with fear, even with limiting beliefs, would you do it? Probably yes. So in the words of one of my favorite authors, Susan Jeffers, just feel the fear and do it anyway. And remember, your life is your choice. What you do in each moment is your choice. So never underestimate the power of creating and living a life that you love. Never underestimate the power of unleashing your inner contagiously positive Thank you so much for tuning in. I now need to take a deep breath after that. That was one of my favorite podcasts to do. I, I love teaching. I love sharing, especially when it comes from something that I'm working on in the moment. So I'm right there with you. I'm feeling the fear. I'm doing it anyway. I'm squashing my limiting beliefs and I'm in the discomfort phase of a change. But I know that it's only temporary discomfort. So thank you again. If you have any questions, just send me a message head over to contagiouslypositive.ca. All my contact information is there. I'm here to support you. Let's support each other. And as always, be happy, be healthy, and most importantly, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.